Wife of the party. I'm super excited for this episode this week. It's with Bert. And we're, I wanted to talk to him about this um, concept I've talked to, uh, I've talked about once or twice maybe before on other episodes. And that's about dating each other again. Um, I had a conversation with a friend, which you'll hear about in more detail in this episode, about dating your husband, not just having a date night, but actually dating them and think about what that meant to you when you dated somebody versus when you're in a long-term relationship. So I think we had a really good conversation. Uh, it was meant to kind of inspire other people to make shifts maybe in their relationship that will make them a little happier. So that's what this episode's about with me and Bert Kreischer. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. How was your podcast? It was good. It was good. We talked about food. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Did you have fun? Yeah. I had a really good conversation. We talked about uh, keto and dry aged steaks and beef and and uh, hungover breakfast meals and making breakfast sandwiches. It was a great podcast. Two That's dudes good. in the kitchen. Two dudes in the kitchen. Yeah. Very cool. How's your day been? It's been good. Yeah. It's been good. Drop squad. You know. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Leanne Kreischer? Oh, you know what we're talking about today, Bert Kreischer. Mm -mm. You don't remember? No, I forgot. About dating. Oh. oh you don't want to talk about that? I do. It's really a, a it, uh, I mean, it's, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what it means when you say novel concept. What does that mean? I don't know. Should we It's Google? a novel concept. Does it mean that you'd write about a novel about it? I don't think so. Novel means like. Uh, Novelty means like. It's interesting. The word novel kind of floats around, huh? Hey, Siri. Everyone's phone just went crazy. What does the word novel mean? Okay. New or unusual in an interesting way. It's a novel concept to start dating me. You you made the decision to start dating me. I, I, let's. I did. Should we start from the beginning? Let's start from where we were because I don't want to, I don't want to, things are so good right now, but I don't want to imply that things were ever bad. No. They weren't. No. But they were. Humdrum. They were cheeseburgers. But cheeseburger is my favorite food. So right, find right. something so, else. No, so that's why it's a good example. Oh, okay, okay. They were cheeseburgers. They're great. I fucking love cheeseburgers. And we just made them a bacon cheeseburger with avocado. No, we no. made, we, we, uh, yes, we turned it into a smash burger. Uh-huh. And we, we reimagined the burger. And now we're allowing ourselves to eat all different types of cheeseburgers. Totally. We have a couple turkey burgers. Maybe a bison burger. We've had a lot of bison burgers. <laughs> and and a couple Wagyu burgers. Uh -huh. Fucking definitely on tour. Did you? Yeah, I'm playing with my dick. <laughs> the uh sorry, sorry. I couldn't help it. <laughs> my dick gets hard a lot quicker these days. I don't I it's it's bizarre. Like I just and I like <laughs> information that's from your testosterone probably no, no? It's because of you so our, our relationship wasn't bad we had two kids uh we were great partners we were great teammates we loved each other we had we had regular sex like we had sex once a week i would say at least yeah at least and and if i was home if, if i was home we definitely had sex once a week yeah and it wasn't the most adventurous sex but it was great sex yeah, we knew what fine. we liked, and so fine, we did yeah. what we liked. Yeah, totally. We I, I, so I'm just saying because I've talked about this on missing. stage. Nothing was missing. Nothing was missing. Nothing no. was missing. Um, maybe if you could, and I, I think I, I think once it's hard to think things were missing when you're looking around when you're not looking for anything. Yeah. But then when you have a bunch of shit in the room, you go, "Oh crap! I didn't realize we didn't have a rug in here." Oh, right, right, like, right. You know, it's like if you're sitting in a room and you got a great bed and a great TV, 
and uh, and the AC's on, you're probably set. Right. You're like, I'm good. And right. then one day when that room's filled, you're like, well, fuck, I didn't even notice that the curtains. But it could look this good. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't even look like the right, same regular room. So yeah, that's totally. what happened with our relationship. I, I shouldn't be talk. I talk way too much. You talk a lot, but that's okay. I love it when you talk. And not everyone does. I do. <laughs> not me. Well, I, I wish I could so shut we, myself we up. We would sometimes. just have a little like context, maybe for people who are listening, because we dove right into the deep end. So I've talked about this a little bit on a podcast before, but um, Shiva, when I was in Vietnam, made a very casual comment to me about how she and her husband date each other, and not not a date night, but like. Once a month, they plan a date for the other person. So they buy tickets to a concert and have a you know reservation for dinner before, and they get really dressed up like they just did that. And in my brain, I went, "Well, we have date nights. We go, you know, to tequila and have tacos, and we with the girls usually. Yeah, yeah, but or sometimes, sometimes we would go by ourselves. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, and we go, we'd go to dinner. We never got like dressed up. We just in what exactly. we were wearing. We would just be like, "Hey, let's go get something to eat." We never did stuff like we never did stuff. Well, so then I came home from Vietnam and went, "Huh, you know, when I was dating Bert, I was a bit different in my intention, right?" So. My intention when I got up in the morning when we were dating, if you were either at my house or coming over, was I kind of made sure I looked a little more put together than I did on a regular basis before. And I would, you know, I'd be really excited to see you. And um, I'd kind of think through what I could do in the day that we could do together. And after being married for 20 years, having two kids, and you get when your kids are young, there's just... That would have been a really a lot of effort to keep everything going that I, we have both had going and the kids and to have that little simple mindset shift. Maybe it wouldn't have been so hard as I think, but but we definitely were on this like train of like, okay, you get Isla's shoes on. I'll get George's backpack. Let's get out the door. Conquer and divide. Okay. Divide yes. And divide and conquer. So I don't know. When Shiva said that, I thought, well, how would it make me feel? If I just started actively dating Bert again, like what would that do to me? Uh, would it increase my happiness 10%, right? I'm happy already, but who wouldn't want to be 10% happier? I think there's a book called that. I think there is a book called that. Now that, that guy you had a panic it? attack on CBS. What? That guy had a panic attack on CBS. They thought he had a stroke. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, and then he wrote a book called 10% Happier. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know anything about that. But I was yeah. like, well, what if it, if it makes me just a little bit happier? Wouldn't that be good if it makes my day-to-day -day life more fun? Wouldn't that be good if it made my day-to-day -day life more exciting? Yeah. It gave me something to plan or look forward to. So I tried it. Um, and I freaking worked. It was awesome. And even like with the pool, you'd always say, hey, come get in the pool with me. I'm like, I don't want to get in the pool. I don't want to wash my hair. I'll just make a shower. It's just a wet bathing suit. I look like shit in a bathing suit. And then I went with this mind shift. I'm like, yeah, almost every time you ask me to get in the pool, I'm getting in the pool. Because in the past, that's what I would have done. Yeah. It's just, yeah, let's jump in the deep end. Let's let's go. And it makes me so much happier. Well, it, you you... I don't want to make this about you because there's parts of me in this, but, <laughs> but no, but you, once you had kids, you really changed. I did. Like yeah. You were the person, you were the adventurous one. Mm -hmm. You were always the wild one. You had the, before we had, kids. I would always be like, hold on, I, hang on. I don't know about this. This is a, are we sure about this in everything we did as mm -hmm. a, as a relationship? And then at a certain point it shifted into me going like, Hey, come on. You're like, no. And I was like, and then I remember said, whatever happened to the girl that jumped off the rock? Because mm -hmm. you jumped, because at your 30th birthday party or 31st, 30th, no, 31st, 33rd, 32nd, 32nd birthday party, you climbed out to a rock in Catalina that was like 40 feet in the air and jumped off of it. Mm -hmm. No one had tested it. No one had, nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. You just jumped off a fucking rock. I did. And I was so angry because I was like, you don't, like, I was like, I was like, you get like I don't know. I just like you're gonna get hurt, 
And you're like, what? Just fucking live. And then you force me to jump off that rock. Mm-hmm. So I jumped off the rock. And then I, and I have so, and I'm like. In a Speedo. In a Speedo. But I'm such a nervous <laughs> Nelly. I'm like, what about great white sharks? <laughs> There's kelp out here. Like, how are we going to get in? And and then and then one day you turn into the girl that no longer jumped off rocks. I had kids. And and kids. Kids do. Or the kids did something to me where I got scared of doing that stuff because I, I couldn't. Couldn't. I couldn't look at that rock and Catalina and not think about how badly I could get hurt and how that would affect other people. Like before, I think I didn't worry about how stuff like that would have affected other people because you're an adult. But to have, you know, a two and a four year old and jump off that rock, I couldn't do it. I was like, no, I'm just crazy because you shifted. Because my focus And I'm going to talk a little explicitly about this. And and, and I, I, uh, that makes me nervous. Well, no, but but you also sexually shifted. I did. You turned into someone who I don't know the right way to say this, but like, and because I, I don't, I want to be fair about it. You didn't like if I brought up a new idea or like a new thing. Mm. Like one time, we, one time we were in the old house. Mm. We had just moved in. I think we were we were everything was fine and I and everything was great and I just said you know playing around I was like maybe I should tie you up tonight and you went like this no and I went <laughs> okay and you're like no I'm just saying like why and I went I I don't know why I don't have to, I didn't I was just ta- I was just suggesting and you're like no why would you even bring that up and I went no and you're like do you need that and I was and it was like such an accusatory conversation that mm-hmm. I was like note to self never bring up any new sexual ideas around her because. She is not that person. But in a weird way, you 100% were. You 100% were in the past. And so I was like, okay, fine. And then you, like, you, you like, and you do this sometimes where you'll, you're not snap, but you'll jump. You'll jump, respond, jump, respond again, hear yourself and go, no, I'm just saying, like, why do you, why are you asking about that? Yeah, yeah. And then I said, well, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I don't, I want to make sure you're happy. And if there's something, and you go, tying me up is going to make me happy. And I went, no, I'm just saying. She's like, do you? And like, it turned into such a weird conversation that I was like. Never mind. I was like, never mind. I get it. But I, I resigned to the fact that like, that we were both happy. That mm-hmm. that I didn't need crazy stuff mm-hmm. to make myself happy. That just having sex with you was happy for me. And we had great sex. Yeah, yeah. And then. Nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong. No, nothing was wrong. I think what happened when I had kids, I had, think several things happened for me when I had kids. One was, I think, uh, delivering Georgia was very traumatic. It was a very difficult delivery. I don't know if you remember, but I like pushed for three hours. They botched my epidural. So I vomited every time I pushed. The cable went out once. The cable, shut up. That was tough. No, it was really bad. Uncle Buck to work on the vcr and uh, then it did uh-huh and then no it i yeah i remember, I remember it was really it was traumatic yes hard i think that happened and then just it's been proven that if you have any kind of sexual trauma which i had a date rape when you have a baby it can sometimes trigger uh that trauma and i think that happened to me um and i think um i had a mom who was very uh sexual and I was not going to be that mom. And I think I think I maybe course corrected a little too much because I was I would never be walked in on. I would never because I walked in on my mom having sex with like the neighbor, you know, it's different probably when it's your dad. Yeah. But with like, oh, it's the neighbor and they were just having a romp. And as an adult, I get it. But I remember what that felt like as a child. And it did, it didn't feel good. And to have her be so sexualized, just walking around, I was never going to do that to my kids. And so I think I wanted, for whatever reason, my psyche made that happen everywhere instead of just like, well, let's lock the door and get nutty here. But for me, it just permeated everything. So well, there was times where like, where I was like, I used to make jokes about it uh, on stage, but like, I won't do the joke, but I remember like, perfect example which is very applicable to this conversation is we'd be at the lake house uh-huh. and we'd be driving back from walmart or from the the gas station and i'd be like hey you want to fool around and you'd be like 
no. And you'd just be annoyed at me. And yeah. so I was always the antagonist uh-huh. and I had to be a gentle antagonist because, and then I, st- I got to a point where I stopped hitting on you. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not going to hit on her. If I, I'm not going to get, sh- I made it, just, I'm not going to get shot down by my wife because I'll just say like, it is now the time. Mm-hmm. And then you go, yeah. And then I go, okay, cool. Then let's do it now. And so the, the romantic, the romantic. The spontaneity aspect, or the, the spontaneity fun. of sex was gone. Mm-hmm. It was yep. pretty much like, if we could schedule it, let's schedule it. I don't want to fuck up your schedule. I know you're busy and I know that I'm busy, but like, let's figure it out. And then Shiva happened. <laughs> but more importantly, and I've told this story to someone else. I don't know who I told the story to. But you, that all the Shiva happened. And then I went on tour in Australia and I went on to promote the movie. And I saw so I was in New York and in uh, Miami. And so I was gone for like a solid two months while you're making the decision to date your husband. I'm not accessible. And I'm also, I haven't changed. So I'm calling you sporadically as a partner, but I'm like, I'm not like, like, hey, I'm not trying to fill your needs. I'm just going like, yo, I'm, I'm busy as fuck. What do you, what's up? What, how are the girls? Everything okay? Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, listen, we're getting on a plane to Miami. Um, there were some pockets in there where we had a couple dates. Not really, but, but here's May. the one. Here's the one that changed everything. Oh, yeah. Is this the one that this. changed everything? Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> is we went, I had a press junket and I had a spot at the store. And you said, I'll go to the store with you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you down how like because I think it's important to for anyone listening who's thinking, you know, we're in this place. We're me and my partner are are fine. We're not bad. Nothing's wrong. But I would love, I would love this. I would love a breath of fresh air in it. It's just a simple paradigm shift, really. Yeah, it's not that. And, deep. And if you're thinking about this, I'm gonna walk you through what happened and how things happened. So that maybe you can see it and maybe you can try to apply it in in your life. Uh, we went to the Saddle Ranch for dinner. Yep. And we got done. We had just a regular dinner. We talked about the kids and it wasn't like a crazy dinner. No. Nope. Um, Saddle Ranch is right next to the comedy store. And it's one of my favorite places in the world. But it's very young and hip for kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like we're like two fucking old feet there. And then... <laughs> We get ready to drive home. You're driving home. I had had drank drinks. I go into the bathroom, and you come out of the bathroom, and you're like, "Oh my god!" A boy and a girl walked into the boys into the girls' bathroom. I said, "Yeah." She's like, "What do you think they were doing?" I did not say that. I said, "They're going to go fuck in the stall." You're, they're going to go fuck in the stall, and I said, "Yeah." And you're like, "Can you believe that?" And I went, "Yeah, we used to be those people," and you're like, "What?" No, that like, is, you are so telling this like you're the hero. And that is no, not how no, that happened. Hold on, hold on. That is not how that happened. Okay, how did it happen? I came out and went, I said, they just went in there. The girl walked into They that just bathroom. went in and they're going to fuck in the stall. And you were like, yeah, really? And I went, yeah. I did say that used to be, I did say that used to be us. And you went, and I go, they're young. And, but I, I didn't say it like, I didn't say it shitty. And I didn't say it accusatory. I just said it matter of factly, like, yeah, they're fucking kids. That's yeah. what kids do. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to be kids, but not like we used to be kids. I just, I literally said, yeah, like, I, I had no interest in fucking in that stall, but I was like, yeah, we used to do that. You know, that's, that's what kids do. We get in the car, we listen, we dr- drive over the hill, we pull into our fucking house, and you pull a little under the carport, put it in park, and then proceed to get naked Fuck in the bathroom stall and and jump on me and we have sex in the car <laughs> it catches me totally off guard it was really fun <laughs> it was an understatement it was really fun it was like so that when you die on your deathbed i'm certain that at one point you'll think about having sex one last time but you won't be able to because you'll be on your deathbed yeah so i'm certain you're buying pivots and you think about the best sex you've ever had uh-huh that is going to be in the top five. <laughs> yeah. That is without a doubt going to be in the top five. And I and I will, I've told a number of people about that one story. <laughs> That's because it's awesome. so it's but it's so it was so out of character for you. 
But it, it was wasn't. So- it was who I was before I had kids. Yes. Right. Before I had kids, we would do shit like that all the time. So then all of a sudden, that Leanne shows up every fucking day. I think that's right. Like every day, that Leanne's there. And I'm like, now here's the, here's the thing I warned anyone that wants to transition <laughs> is that I had a little bit of a battered wife syndrome because I was like, I, I didn't trust it. I was like, what is, like, what's going on? Like, hang on. But I explained on. to you what I was doing. You told me, but, yeah, I st- I told but still, you. after, after, you know, what George's, after 19 years yeah. of this not happening this way, yeah. part of me is like, I don't want to lose it, yeah. but I don't trust it. Like, I'm not, I don't trust it. Yeah. I just didn't know how to re- react to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, hold on. Sure. This is, yeah. Okay. And then. And then we'd have, we'd have, there would be regressions, like subtle regressions. The feather is a regression. Do you remember, hang on, do you remember the, how the feather started? The, uh, yeah, it was at shutters. So. I don't know that that was I'm telling, a I'm telling too much, by the way. Tell me to shut up if you want me to shut up. <laughs> I don't know how that was a regression. So we, we go to, fe- we go to uh, shutters. shutters. Uh-huh. We're doing some more stuff. Mm-hmm. I was going to work out with Arnold the next day. Yes. So we go to shutters. We have a few drinks go up to the room and they have a play kit for him and her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I pull it out and I go, Hey, they have a feather. I said, should we use it? And you kind of, and I go, well, the feather was also like two inches long. I, didn't, I just, yeah, but it and was, we like, had a great laugh about we it. We laughed about it. But at first I, I got, I shut down a little bit because so it was old school bird going. It was, I did. You had a regression. You said I had a regression. No, I or did. we I had did. a regression. No, I did. I did. Oh, okay. No. I did. I'm telling like. Okay. Because there's a little bit of a gun shyness to like. Yeah. To my behavior. Because I was like, I didn't trust it. Mm-hmm. So like a- everything you said, I was like, oh, never mind. Fuck it. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm being an idiot. Like you're right. Because I'm waiting for you to go, no. And so the whole time I'm just like, huh? And then it slowly progressed into. I mean, just like. It, here's the cool thing is it wasn't just sex like it was it started as sex mm-hmm. but then it started with you like just loving on me mm-hmm. and like us doing things together mm-hmm. like doing things like, like we're dating like we're dating like yes like let's go to montreal together yes and that was never leanne's never gone to montreal like i've been to montreal a few times uh we go to montreal and then and then like goose was a perfect example mm-hmm we go, we were in, uh, wherever we were, we were in Savannah and we were going to, uh, go back to Chicago mm-hmm. to get back on the fully loaded tour. And my, I've always been a little bit, I think because when you live on the road, you can you, you are allowed spontaneity. You can do whatever the fuck you want a little bit. Well, yeah. You don't have two kids you have yeah. to figure out and deal with and get a babysitter and yeah. And so you're just like, let's take the bus here. That'll be fun. Yeah. And I uh, didn't get to have that life. And then I, I remember they said, you know, I said, I said to Brian Dorfman, I said, what are you doing? What are you doing this week? And he said, well, in between sh- the two weekends, I'm going to go to Chicago and see Goose. I go, wait, where are you where's seeing Goose at? And he tells me, and I go, I want to go see Goose. And he's like, you should come. I'm going to be there Wednesday night. And I go, well, we, we, we can fly into Chicago Wednesday, get on the bus. And then in my head, and this is the regression of like, and, and I say this because you can't let this fuck you up. Right, as as you're making this, as you're making the shift, yeah, don't allow good your old behaviors to dictate your new behaviors, or your partner's old behaviors to dictate your reactions to the new behavior. Don't allow past experience to dictate your future. Uh huh. So I said, "Well, oh. no, never mind. I can't go." And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I was like, I got the girls with me. I'm just gonna get like just going back to like." And then Leanne just goes, "Wait, I want to see Goose." I go, "It's in Chicago." And she's like, can't we fly into Chicago when they get to Traverse City? And I was like, well, yeah, we could have the bus meet us. And she goes, well, let's do that. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> who am I talking? And then, like, we got there, and then that day me and you walked to a dispensary. And then I'm like, who is this person? Like, we hung out all day. We went and went shopping, and we looked at clothes, and we, like, just like just bullshit, like window shopping. Not even, like, hardcore shopping. The girls went and did their thing. They went to the 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 lake, like, Michigan or whatever, and we went, and we walked around for, like, Two hours, went to a dispensary, got some weed, came back, had a few cold beers, went and saw Goose. We danced. We had a blast. And then got on the bus and we headed to Traverse City. And I'm just like, the whole time, I'm like, 
what is happening? Like that's, I kept saying, what is happening? And I didn't trust it. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust it because I was like, is this a trick? Like, you know what, you know what it brought up in me? What? Uh, it brought up past relationships where I'd been cheated on. Oh, and you thought I was covering something up. Yeah, because that's how people nice. behave when they cheat. No, but I was, the difference, and I know that you know this, but when I decided to do this, I told you what I was doing. Yeah. I, I explained to you my conversation with Shiva and then said how I was going to start applying it to our life, to my life, and subsequently to your life. So I was very upfront about it. It wasn't sneaky or covert in any way. It was like, I'm going to make a shift for myself. And I knew it would positively affect you because when you're first dating somebody, if you just break down your own behaviors when you're first dating somebody and how are they different than you're behaving with the person you're married to, right? After a certain point of time, you get really relaxed or you get really lazy or you take for granted certain things. And I think that's very natural and normal. It's not like it's abnormal to take for granted that, you know, I don't know, she's going to put her shoe in the shoe basket or something stupid. But after a point in time, you know, when I started thinking about the ways that I would approach even just my day when we were dating, you know, before I would approach my day with I got all this shit to do, so much shit to do. So since this mind shift, I've started approaching my day with, well, what does he have to do? And when in that day can we just make a five-minute connection? You know, whereas before I just want to get through the day. I think you get in that habit, especially when you have kids when they're smaller, of just getting through the day. And and when we were dating, I didn't have those responsibilities. I still worked three jobs, so I had responsibilities. I was really busy. But my focus was a little different. And I think thinking that we're going to be empty nesters in a year is probably a big part of we're why this is happening here. We're now we're, we're too young. We're too young for that to happen to 53. us. 53. You, you're not too young. I'm too young. <laughs> no, I, I feel like. Does I, that make sense? It makes total sense. And I, I think that. I mean, you it, were different when we dated than you are now even. Well, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I didn't do anything. I was fucking. What do you mean? Shiftless. I, I just, I mean, like I. No, I mean, like, with your focus on me. you Just slightly, though, you still do a lot of stuff you did when we dated. You always loved to cook for me. Always. You brought me flowers more often when we dated, but I don't really care about that. Um, But you always send me flowers on certain occasions. Wife of the Party is sponsored by Factor. I don't know about you, but I am so busy that eating healthy is really challenging. Factor is a great way to eat healthy, and it's not challenging. Uh, They send you ready-made meals. You pop in the microwave and heat and eat, and they are so good. You can choose from 34 weekly flavor-packed, dietitian-approved meals that are ready to eat in two minutes. I particularly like their smoothies because I will add protein powder to a smoothie and just shake it up in its own bottle. And that's a like a midday snack. And they're delicious. I love their smoothies. They have a Protein Plus meal that has 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And in August, you can get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash wife50 and use the code wife50 to get 50% off. That's code wife50 at factor, F-A-C-T-O-R, meals.com slash wife50 to get 50% off. Wife of the Party is sponsored by AquaTrue. Have you heard of AquaTrue? It's pretty awesome. It's a water filter that you set up in your home. And I don't know about you, but I prefer filtered water because I don't like the taste of chlorine or I just don't like the taste of water that isn't filtered. So I love having an AquaTrue in my house. It makes drinking water so enjoyable and easy to just kind of fill up your reusable water bottle and go to town. Um, They have water purifiers that fit every type of home from insulation-free countertop purifiers to higher 
capacity under sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi connected purifier and mineral boost options. It's the same technology used by all the major bottled water brands, but now it's available for you in your home and without the plastic waste, which is awesome. The filters are affordable and long lasting. You don't change these filters every two or three months. AquaTrue filters last from six months to two years which is amazing because I don't have time to be changing filters all the time. And, you know, our pets are part of our family and they get nothing but the best in our house. And even they can tell a difference. They only drink AquaTrue water. I drink about a gallon of water a day and AquaTrue makes that so easy because it tastes good. And I just fill my water ball up and go. I love that. It gets delivered straight to your house and it's really easy to set up. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. What a great idea to give that to someone for a gift. Today, my listeners will receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter the code WIFE at checkout. One more time, 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code WIFE. I don't know. I don't think you shifted that much. Well, I haven't grown up at all for a very long time. No, maybe not. I think I grew up. I think I've grown up more in the last. I grow up a lot. Whenever I quit drinking for a period of time, I always have a, a period of growth. Mm-hmm. And then I regress. When I start drinking again, I just I just scrap it. Yeah. Yeah. I've always done it. And I, and I, 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 part of me wishes it would stick. And then the other part of me goes, I think if it's stuck. Like I noticed myself to be a tad bit different of a person, mm-hmm. a little bit more um, grown up. Mm-hmm. Ground, you're very grounded, and you also um, you're not introspective. That's not the right word. I think I'm I'm a little but, not sullen, but I'm just a little more like. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I I, I will tell you. I didn't. I didn't like. Um. I think I think I was in a fog. I've been in a fog for a little while. Oh yeah. Yeah. I th- so w- when I used to work for Travel Channel, I noticed that I couldn't write comedy when I was working for Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. That I was so busy in production that I didn't have the bandwidth to do stand up. Mm-hmm. And that I do stand up and I just kind of phone it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when I quit Travel Channel or however I got out of Travel Channel, I had clear bandwidth to do comedy and and i think i did i mean it's it's arguable but i would say that was when i was doing my best comedy yeah um i think i think well i think the last special i did is probably better than the either the two ones but that that was like when i i i i I relearned how to do stand-up and i was really proud of myself like i was like well, I'm dialed in. I'm back in the pocket. Oh, shit, I can do this again. I forgot that I could do this. Like, I was in Travel Channel for so long, like nine years, that I just was like, I just forgot. I just knew stand-up was something I could also do, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was, like, my passion. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I got into, after, uh, maybe, I don't even know. I think, I, I think even before that, but like right after I shot my last special, mm-hmm. I think I got into such a fog of work of like selling tickets, uh, promoting tours, uh, selling TV shows, promoting uh, projects, like pr- promoting all the things that I had coming out that I don't think I allowed myself bandwidth to take care of myself mm-hmm. meaning like take you care of myself and like like i've always i've always journaled i know that sounds so stupid no it doesn't well it does that if you're a fucking man you're like what do you do you get up and write your thoughts down Ugh, just fucking have a cup of coffee and work like a man but i like to i like to journal and, and i like well because my you know well, you're obviously a writer my, my brain is my brain is meant for writing comedy and i'm trying to develop material and and uh and so i've just been I didn't have any room for that. And and I think I think booze I think booze became from when I shot the special to to you know a couple weeks ago 
booze was the was an an angle I thought that was making me creative. Mm-hmm. When it wasn't, it was just allowing me to decompress from the stress. Yeah, and I thought it was allowing me a, a, the the room to be creative. Uh huh. I remember I would I never drank when I went to the store. Like I went I would drink at the store, but never like before a show. Mm-hmm. And I got to the store last time I was at this not last time I was at the store. I've been to the store recently a couple times stone sober but like i would get to the store and i would just go to the bar and have a drink Mm -hmm. and then i'd have a drink before my main room show and i'd have a drink before my or show and then i have a drink before my belly room show and then i'd leave in the bag and be like fuck that was a great night yeah no room for creativity no room for creativity right but i thought booze was the conduit to creativity Mm -hmm. and 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 then and same with and i'll say this very candidly with two bears, I was so busy. You know, it's, it's you know, I, I was telling Tom and I had a talk about this. I, I was so busy, especially even when, I mean, it's so much to add traveling into Austin onto your calendar mm-hmm. when you're touring though as much as I was touring. Yeah, and then to go and know that out of out of a month you've got maybe one week off. I I often didn't have the one week off. But one of those weeks, you'd go on the road Thursday, you'd fly Monday to Austin, be there Tuesday, Wednesday, fly back on the road Thursday. So for one, for two, one full two week chunk, you were going to be on the road, yeah, uh, gone. You weren't yeah. coming home, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, and I, I just know I wasn't writing any fucking jokes. Yeah, I just wasn't writing any jokes. You didn't and have any space. For I didn't it. have any space for no. it, and so, and I was getting by like I had, a, you know, for the prime, for the majority of that, or no, for the whole. And it's for the whole, I think, arena tour we did in March, whatever, in January, February, March. I it, it was all I could use the material from the special, so it was great shows, right? Because no one had seen it yet, right? But I was developing during that, so I was writing in in that because I knew that I needed new material for Australia and stuff. But yeah, and so. I don't know how we got on this. What are we talking about? I don't know either. But anyway, I I feel like I I feel like I was in a cloud for yeah. a long time. I felt yeah. like I was in a cloud. Yeah. Of just haze. Oh, so maybe we can relate it to maybe a little bit of how I was feeling parenting so long for so many years, where it just never. I mean, parenting never stops, but parenting when you're out of town is is full tilt boogie all the time and I never had the space like you described of going being spontaneous not really to go fuck it let's go to the you know Russian spa today or whatever you decided to do on the road you had those times where you had absolute freedom Mm -hmm. I mean compared to being at home and having drop off and pick up and dinner and groceries and dogs and cats and litter box and vet appointments and doctor's appointments and dentist and it just never never stopped it's very hard to that act of spontaneity i think takes a little bit of practice or a little bit of space right it takes practice and a little space well you need the space to be spontaneous yes and i don't think you gotta be you gotta gotta trust in the spontaneity you gotta trust in the you do like go like let's just try it out you used to do a like you would do little things like I'm like your fun thing was like signature cocktail. Yeah. Then we'd have like a signature cocktail. We had this little machine that you could make uh-huh. signature cocktails, and it was fun. It was goofy. Yeah. But like, you definitely were like towards the end of, especially just recently, we were like, "Yo, let's go to Montreal," and you're like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "We should go to see. I want to go see widespread." And you're like, "Let's go." Yeah. And that was like crazy. And then all of a sudden, we got offered to go to this jazz festival. And you're like, I want to go to the jazz festival. Like, you stepped forward with it. Yeah. But it takes one person. Like, I'm, I'm doing this as, as someone listening to the podcast mm-hmm. who's in a relationship and they're happy. And they're mm-hmm. going, but how do I add this? Mm-hmm. How do I add this? And I think the simple fix is you got to want to. That's right. You got to want to. You got to do it as a team because you have all these ideas like widespread panic. But I have come to the table with ideas also. So I would be angry if I was always the person that brought the ideas over long term. I'd be like, well, then fuck. Why am I carrying this? Why can't he carry the other half? Jeremy and Shiva do it very in a very calculated way where they do every other month. And every other month, 
they plan something for the other, you know, they, the other person's out of the planning and they plan it and the other person just shows up for a date. And so that's one way to do it. You don't have to do it where you're just like free flowing spontaneity, spontaneity comes when it comes and that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. They also work in LA like nine to five esque type jobs so they can do it in a more kind of regulated way. And they've got older children than us. Well, their youngest is Isla's age. No, but I think this is that something that comes upon someone once they've had one kid leave. Perhaps. I mean, they had one, but they've been doing this. They decided when they had their oldest daughter to do this, and they've been doing this their entire marriage. So they were dating before they had kids, obviously, and then got married and continued dating while you're married. Cause Let's talk about the, like, I, I'm only thinking of this as, like, Someone's listening to this right now going like, I want to, um, I want to add this to my marriage. Yeah. I think the key, the base of it is that you have to really have fun with your partner already. Like we always had fun together. Um, even in our, like, everything's fine. We still had fun. And our relationship started with having a lot of fun together. I mean, yeah. we used to play Scrabble and eat pizza because we didn't have any money. And that was really fun. So it's easy, I think, or it was easy for us to reconnect to that ability to have fun with each other. I think we have a good time with each other. We were we were in the pool for like three hours on Saturday just doing nothing but floating in the pool and talking to each other. I had a blast. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really great. Did you get sunburned? No. I did. You did? The, yeah, it's, uh, you got to... Yeah, that's the thing. I, so, what do what do you say to a couple that like we just got lucky? We got lucky, but we also worked at it. We've always talked when we're upset with each other. We've always talked about it, even if it didn't end up the way we wanted it to. But we've at least said it and talked about it. I think um, from the beginning, I we, couldn't have done this though. What do you mean? I couldn't have done this. Like I, I look at this in the like reverse. identified it and no then- i couldn't have said i'm gonna start dating my wife i think you would have been like had you not had the shift right i think it wouldn't have worked well as i said before you didn't really shift out of that mode you still want to know what i'm doing every day you want to cook for me a lot these are the things we did when we were dating you would say what are you doing tonight and i'd say i'm going to yoga and you'd say can i come and then i cook you dinner afterwards that's kind of how we still live our life yeah. It's not really that different. Yeah, I didn't shift too much. No, you but I'm didn't. wondering, like, so I'm because I'm trying to think of like this dude is listening to this podcast. Yeah, how's he do it? And he's like, he's like, yo, I want to have better sex with my wife. It's like that's the other thing, is like, well, that wasn't really my goal. But that, but he can't. That but, is the thing that is. That's the side effect of the goal me is that we have. It's it's. I mean, but that's the side effect of the goal. That's the thing. I don't think you message it like, "Oh, you want to have better sex with your wife? Here's how you do it. You date her." That's a that's a backdoor way of getting. Yeah, but but that's not what I did. What I said was, "I want to start dating you again," and that's a very big picture idea. Sex is just part of that. Yeah, and our sex is better, and I'm no, having no, more no. fun. Fuck sex, right? Okay. Our kissing is awesome. It's, lately. it's, but it it's dating. It wasn't there for our kissing. Like if you, I'll say this, and I hope you're not cool with me saying this. <laughs> our sex life has always been awesome. Our kissing life dropped hardcore. Yeah. Our kissing life. No time. Like there was no kissing involved. Uh-huh. Like it was like it was like. Mwah. Love yeah. ya. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden we are kissing. Yeah. Like we're high schoolers. Yeah. And kissing is fun as shit. It is fun. It's very fun. But I remember having to try to. I remember trying to get you to kiss. And you would be like, okay, all right, okay. Well, I think for a long time, I felt like kissing 99% of the time led to you wanting to have sex. Like there was no middle. I couldn't just kiss and be like, okay, see ya. Uh, That wasn't wasn't what I felt was happening. Like if the kissing started, you were like, okay. Well, it's, you know what it's like? The bottom brain's awake. Diet Coke and keto. I don't know what that means. So they tell you not to drink Diet Coke. Mm. while you're in ketosis mm. because it'll trigger your brain to go i want some sweet shit yeah 
and you go, well, then now the the fucking floodgates are open. Yeah. Now your brain's now your brain's like, I need sweet shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so you looked at like kissing as the diet coke. You're like, don't yep. give him diet coke because he's gonna want the sweet shit. Yeah. Just he's I in don't, I don't want the sweet shit. I just want the kiss. Yeah. That. And then so I was like, well, then I just won't get the kiss. We'll just forget the kiss because I can't do the sweet shit every time I kiss him. And I think you for a while you would have definitely wanted the sweet shit every time I, still I kissed. Want the sweet shit. <laughs> no, not so much. I was thinking, what time do you have to go pick up Isla? The tour bus is out front. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what time do you have to pick her up for real? I have to leave in about 20 minutes. Okay. Um, but what I think is really interesting is that um i was not expecting for this to affect me as positively as it did you you're a different person i feel like my stress is lower my sleep is better um and maybe that's just a coincidence that that's all happening at the same time but i mean i have we have a lot of stress with our business but i seem to be managing it i seem to be putting it aside so that I can quote date in my off hours as opposed to like, let's just carry this together all day, every day, night and day. It just made me go, no, 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 just put that down because we're, I wouldn't talk if, if I was dating Bert and I came home with job complaints, I wouldn't talk to him about it. I'd talk to him about it at a different, more appropriate time. So your but, playfulness has been, you're very yeah, playful. I'm so much happier, I think. And I didn't really, I was never unhappy, right? I was never unhappy. So wait, like, I want, like, so I, I, once again, I go to the person listening going, I want this, right? Because I will tell you, if you're listening, you want this. It's so. Well, I'll tell you this, which is really cool, which is why I wanted to talk to you about it. I went to dinner with three girlfriends the other night, three moms of of kids in Isla's grade. And I told them this concept and all three of them were like, oh, that's amazing. So they've been texting me since I explained to them what I was doing. Like one mom was like, I just spontaneously showed up at my husband's office and said, let's go get some Froyo. And we went and that's, got Froyo. That's so cool. And that's a date. That's a date. It, the date doesn't have to be like concert tickets, to, you know, a dinner. Oh, that was one of the things we did. We did that once. Yeah, so you just go get ice cream. No, yeah, that's no, but concert tickets. That's a cool fucking thing. Let me tell you, and I don't know how applicable this is in everywhere, but I know it happens in LA. Is in LA we have cool shows going on every single night. Yeah. And one night we got uh we got tickets to Dwight Yoakam and and Emily Lou Harris. Harris. And we just left the office at like five. And 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 here's the other thing that was cool. We were like, if we're late, we're late. Who cares? Who cares? We're going to see, we're going to have dinner there and we're going to have some drinks. Right. And we're going to watch some awesome music for as long as we want. Yep. And maybe we'll leave early. We'll leave early when we're ready. It doesn't have that, to be. And it was a cool fucking date and it was fun. And I felt like a grown up. I know, right? Well, I have something to say about that, but let okay. me finish what I was talking about my, okay. my mom friends. So this one mom friend just did this spontaneous date with her husband. One of them was talking about it being her anniversary. And I had talked about how I bought lingerie. Um, uh, for us and uh, she was like you know what I haven't thought about that in years it's our it's our anniversary why not just go you could go to freaking Target and buy sexy underwear you don't have to go to like Nordstrom you can go somewhere simple and then the other mom said to me you know when you put it like that I feel so bad for my husband he's so in love with me and I haven't really, all I've been doing is paying attention to our kids in our house. And I, I really do need to pay attention. So yesterday she sent me a list of the things that she has start, that she has either planned or has already done since our dinner. And she's like, I cannot believe how happy this makes my husband. makes my husband so happy. Really? And if you're so really married. So this up kind of. Well, I think it's women that get in the place of, no, well, I didn't go to dinner with a bunch of men and say this to men. My only no. conversations have been with women. So I don't know how men are doing or not doing. But I think lesson learned a little bit is that women are managing so many things, right? That men don't tend to manage as much. You know, women are managing um, their children, the doctor's appointments, the dentist who's doing He's the pool guy, 
what's going on in your house, your groceries, your meals. They work a job. There's just so many areas. Not that men don't have that, but I think mm-hmm. women manage that differently. And one of my earlier podcasts when we talked about sex with women, and I had I, I talked about it with two women, and then I talked about it with two men, and I had them rank in importance what things in their life where sex fell, like yeah. one to ten. The women, it was eight. And the men, it was like number two. So like our perspective. Wait, on, I'm, I'm confused. The women wanted sex more? No. Like number one is the most important thing. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I would do one. It's so funny that women did the scale that way. I would go one is least important. Ten is most important. Well, number one is like, what is your number one thing I must have? Sex. And then exactly. And the men were like number two. It, and so yeah, I was like, wow. Sex. Money's first. We approach our lives from this like what's important and what's not important. It's amazing we have sex with women at all. It's crazy because we should we, be fucking each other. Because right? No, men should fuck each other. Totally. It would help us. One out and so two much. are money and sex, then we could just kill those two birds with one stone. Exactly. Get some dude that's into us. And we'd be so relieved. Yeah. I we just can need take a, care of one through seven. I don't I think I I think I date like a more manly masculine man. You think not so? Harry. Another bear. Uh, no, no, not as hairy as Tom, but like I'd go if I could find my amount of hair, my amount of hair is perfect. Uh-huh. But no, I, I, I it's. But I, I had another thought and it was, I wanted to comment on what you said before and I don't remember what it I was. I said. Um, when I said, let me go back to the girlfriends. Um, Halson, what was I talking about? You said, so it's, oh, it's women who's fucking this up. And no, before that. Said, no, when I said, I want to comment on what you just said, but I want to go back and finish what I'm talking about with the girlfriend. Yeah, before the one through 10. Yeah, it was yeah. Is that, is that. Before that. Oh, it was so good, too. It was something I kept reminding myself to bring up. Um, one thing I know that women, uh, all, all, this is not it. So if you find it, Halson, let me know. Um, one thing I think women, from my generation at least, uh, we're supposed to kind of be super self-sufficient, right? And I know there's been times in our marriage where you say, I don't know what to do for you because you don't need anything. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women get into that place of, oh, I remember what it is now. I remember um, getting into that place of not needing anything because you're so self-sufficient. And I think it is important to let your partner feel really needed. And dating is part of that. You know, I think coming to you and needing a hug or needing a kiss or needing a cuddle or needing to go have fun is something that's fulfilling for you uh, in a way that I didn't really understand, I don't think, yeah. before. But what? Oh, fuck, I forgot it again. Jesus Christ, Leanne. Oh, I remember. I got it. I got it. What's interesting about dating you now versus dating you when I was dating you is we've been together so long and we've done so many things together that my, uh, I know you so well and I'm so safe with you that I, we can have conversations. I feel like we maybe didn't have, I don't know if we couldn't have had them, but we didn't have when we were dating. Like when I bought the lingerie and I put the lingerie on for you in that hotel room and you went, that doesn't really do it for me. What does it for me is if I knew you had that on all night and then I would go, oh, I can't wait for this dinner to be over because I get to have that later. And I went, oh my God, I have no idea. I just thought I put something sexy on. And you're like, let's do this. And I thought that's such a great thing to learn. But I don't know that I, maybe you would have, but maybe people listening, the juxtaposition of dating in the beginning versus dating now as a married couple who's been together forever and raised two kids and bought houses and been through health stuff and there's a freedom of communication where you can say, I like that, I don't like that, and not worry about hurting someone's feelings. Lingerie is like the uh, cross joint. You know those joints that are a form of a cross? No. That Joey gave us a bunch? It's like, I guess it's cool, but ultimately it's, it's it doesn't, like you're like, I just need the weed inside it. <laughs> so like, I don't know how you, you can present it. Or like uh, Dan Aykroyd's Skull Vodka. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm up, I'm paying an uh, uh, an upgrade on this skull 
when I just want the vodka inside it, like yeah. I don't actually. And lingerie for me should be the tease. It should be the thing that I know you have on all night that I can barely see. Like my favorite outfit you've ever worn, ever, 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 probably ever, was the one to the Montreal. Oh, my, where, that dress. <laughs> where you had a hole where I could see your boobs on each side. And I was like, that is sexy. Like that little, I think it goes back to flash dance when, you know, like, you know, like that kind of like. Where you see the side boob. The tease of it is yeah. for a guy visually. It's got to be visually or, or in, in his imagination is like, that's the coolest shit you can bring to the table is something that lasts all night. Right. That we feel like. I, this I might be sounding very primal, but as a man, I want to feel like that's mine. No one gets it, and I get to have it. Like mm -hmm. that's mine. Mm -hmm. And and uh, yeah, I, and and so lingerie is great and all, but like I never understood it at strip clubs. You're like it. Like, it's in the way. Get yeah, it out of the way. Like, it's like they put on like they come out in like a in like sexy lingerie, and you're like, All right. Now, I know you're taking it off, so take it off. Well, my comment wasn't about the lingerie. No, but that's a great... My comment was about... I love what you said, mm -hmm. but my comment was about the ability to talk about what you like and don't like or want to do or our, don't want to do. Our ability to talk about that has escalated within this last month, two months, uh, exponentially. Mm -hmm. Exponentially. And so much so that like I... I think I, I, you know, it's funny. I haven't really looked at porn lately. And the only porn I have looked at is more informational based. It's more informational? Like, because like, I want to make you happier. Like. Like, I want to, I want to, I want. Like you, how to's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead serious. Because, well, our old stuff was like pretty steak and potatoes. Like It was vanilla. It was. I, yeah, but vanilla is a great flavor. I love vanilla. Yeah, I love vanilla. I love vanilla. I love vanilla. Vanilla. I would argue vanilla is the best flavor there is. Yeah. Chocolate, chocolate is pedestrian until they go hardcore, and then you have God. I want chocolate now. Fuck, I'm on keto and now. <laughs> I should never have talked about chocolate. <laughs> but but vanilla is great. But you know, vanilla is also great when you start putting stuff in it, like strawberries, whipped cream. You know, you spice up vanilla a little bit. No. Yeah. No. The interesting thing to me is um, it's 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 made my relationship feel young. Yeah, where where I you know when you talk about being an empty nester and and the kids leaving the house and what are we gonna do and I remember telling someone the other day you were like should we go through all the Oscar movies and I was like oh fuck we're t we what what was the conversation we got in with my parents and I was like. And they were like, Dad just got out of the pool. And I just got out of the pool. Yep. And I was like, fuck, we're mirroring my parents' life, which I don't mind. They yeah. seem to have a happy life, but I don't want, I still want to be young. Yeah. I still want to do young people shit. Yeah. My hard thing is I look at longevity. So I, I sat with a guy recently who was 70 years old and he had been drinking the majority of his life. And, I, and he just didn't look spry mm -hmm. he didn't look alive mm -hmm. and i thought oh, i don't want that to be me but i i drink as much as if not more than this guy my entire life how do i find a middle ground of spryness yet yet spontaneity yet uh getting the thing you want like i want to be alive i want to feel alive do you remember did i ever tell you the time that i had my my cardiologist took me to the 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 waiting room my cardiologist assistant took me to the waiting room no. and said, I just want you to know, all these people in here never knew when to stop partying. Oh. And I went, what? She goes, that is what. And so, like, I want to find a way. I really do want to find a way to measure it more, like, to really, truly measure it more, where I, where I enjoy my nights. Like, the cruise, I want to go fucking hard in the paint on the cruise. You do? Re yeah. Fuck yeah. I want to have a blast. I want to. Cruises are a blast, but they're. Sober cruises suck. Yeah. So I want to party on the cruise, right? I probably want to party. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't need to party at Red Rocks. Like, I ultimately, it's a sh I'm doing a show, mm -hmm. but I'd like to, and, and I can always smoke weed, and I will enjoy the show 
way much more smoking weed at Goose, you know, the, the following night. I'll, I'll enjoy it so much more. It'll yeah. be so much more enjoyable. But I want to find a way to, I really want to find a way to measure it. Like, I wish there was like a, a thing you could unlock that would allow you to drink. Like, you know, like you had to get there, like you had to, you know? No, I don't understand what you mean. A thing you could unlock. I talked to Tom today. I said, could you quit drinking forever? And he goes, easily. I said, really? He goes, I would never miss it. And I went, for real? He goes, yeah, I don't really give a fuck about alcohol. I said, what about weed? He goes, never again. Hmm. I said, well, wait, you don't need anything? And he was like, no. I was like, well, that's an interesting place to live. Because I don't need nicotine. But then if you ask someone in the middle of nicotine, could you do life without cigarettes? They're like, well. Hold on. What am I supposed to do in the mornings? Right. Like what like how do I, you know? I would enjoy I would not enjoy life without coffee. Could I do it? Yeah. But I love the ritual of coffee. I, I love drinking love coffee. coffee. I love coffee. That's the one thing that I would really miss if someone said, "Oh, you can't have that again." Okay. Sugar probably, any kind of sugar could or you, dessert. Could you do life without sex? Uh no, I don't think so. Could you? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I've done it before, but. Well, I've done it before, too. No, but I've done it long stretches. Uh-huh. I've done it so long that, like. You like, weren't sure when, it worked When I anymore? had sex with you for the first time, I felt awkward that someone else was in the room when I had an orgasm. Uh, uh, I was like, <laughs> I, I don't normally do this with people. Right? That's funny. But, uh, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I think about, like, because I'm thinking about. What's a life without carbs look like? I think you can get used to a life without carbs. I think you can replace carbs enough. I don't know if a life without ever, ever, ever touching a carb again. Like, are you really never, ever going to have another piece of pizza? Or pasta. Or pasta. Or no, but I got, a I'm roll gonna, go, with your wanna, turkey dinner. I want to go for a know? while. I want to go for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The science is pointing to the fact that keto, carnivore, uh, this caveman, like this whole kind of a primal i mean this is obviously my my research group is skewed yeah because i'm getting it from people that are on it but um that it's it's healthier well i think keto is probably the healthiest way to eat lean protein lots mediterranean. of mediterranean yeah all these diets are seem to be healthier but i mean how the fuck do you do life without pasta you don't. How the fuck do you do life without? You don't do life without pasta. I mean, if you had an allergy, you could do it. Okay, so if you had to pick one booze for the rest of your life, just lock it down. Mm. One booze. Beers, wines. Not beers. Well, I don't know. Beers, wines, or liquors? I mean, you can't. Yeah, beers, wines, or liquors. You got to pick one. Beer, wine, or liquor. Well, you got to go liquor because there's so much variety in liquor. Yeah, but wine's pretty good if, if it's all wine, like sparkling wine, red wine, rosé. That's not bad either. Wine's not bad. You're right. It's probably worse for you than hard alcohol, I bet, because of the sugars. I don't know. Sugar. Sugar. The sugar. Donnell. The yeah. sugar. Love him. All right, I gotta wrap it up. I gotta Why? go get Isla. I gotta go get Isla. Are you serious? You took half hour out of my time from you for going over for the other podcast, you sucker. I'm sorry. You went way over. So it put us behind and now I gotta go get Isla. Do you want me to monologue for a little bit? <laughs> no. Just do it by myself. Do you wanna do it by yourself? No. With the flowery background. I I'm glad we talked about this. I hope this is I mean, this isn't the funniest podcast, but I think it's a tad bit informational and I think it's I think it, re I'll tell you right now, I'm the happiest I've been in my relationship in a very, 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 very long time. There's a word that I, I put in a joke book that was told to me by a friend and it was, the word was undeniable. Mm -hmm. And I, I practiced that, right? I strived at the time to practice that with my standup and didn't realize that how many more places in my life the word undeniable could be used. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to a friend today. We were talking about a video uh, someone posted that this person had seen, and he was telling me about how they were calling me a fat fuck. And I said, you know, easy. And he said, well, that's the point. If it wasn't true, it wouldn't hurt. Mm. If it's true, it hurts. Mm -hmm. And I went, interesting. 
He said, if you were 50 pounds, if you had just lost 50 pounds, I could tell you about this video and it wouldn't bother you, mm -hmm. but it's bothering you. So you need to lose that 50 pounds. So it, and the phrase he used wasn't undeniable, but it was like you were untouchable, unscathed. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize how many places the word undeniable could come into until our relationship became undeniable to me, meaning I had never thought we'd have a problem. I never thought, no. I never thought there was any chance of, of, of us steering off into a wrong place. However, when you made the chance to start, when you made the decision to start dating me, all of a sudden, and I don't know if you noticed it in me, I started saying things to you like, you're, I'm, you, you got me. Yes, me. I did notice that. And our relationship became undeniable, mm -hmm. undeniable across the board. And uh, and what happened, too, is I noticed a shift in, uh, like, when we went to the lake house. There was a shift in our dynamic at the lake house. Yeah. Big time. Hardcore. And and that was from both of us. And it's it sounds so silly and so simple when you just say I just started dating you again, but I can't I can't even really put into words how enormous the shift was and the shift was tiny. Like when I the reason I had a hard time giving birth to Georgia was because the opening in your pelvis is an oval and a baby's head is an oval. So if you don't get that oval lined up with the oval, it ain't it ain't going through, right? Yeah. I feel like we had this like just slightly misaligned oval and all of a sudden everything's just kind of going through. Does that make sense? Yeah. Nothing was wrong. Uh nothing was wrong, but now we got everything just like lined up and now everything is a lot easier. This has been a very big this has been a very learning lesson kind of two months for me, three months, I guess, three months, but, but very learning, uh, learning. It doesn't sound like the right word. I don't know. Uh, you've been learning a lot over the last few months. Yeah. Yeah. So, so have I, it's really cool. Thank you for being my teammate with it. Thank you for having sex with me in the car. Anytime. For real? Yeah. Maybe. Let's go pick up Isla. <laughs> Love you, baby. Love you too. You got a brand new team. We should get together and try